Hey, good morning, everybody. It's another great day to be alive, and welcome to the Six Figure Pivot, the show dedicated to helping coaches and consultants earn six figure profits. And we're going to be giving you expert business advice from CEOs and founders in 10 minutes or less. Today's guest is Matt Bell. He's an experienced entrepreneur and business leader who specializes in B2B marketing and content marketing. He's the co founder of Message Up. And in today's episode, we're going to focus on what business coaches and consultants are doing wrong when it comes to messaging and the impact that he thinks AI will play in the future of this industry. If you want to learn more, go to messageup.com or follow him on LinkedIn by checking the show notes below. In a brief overview, can you tell us about who you are and the company that you created and who you serve? Yeah, my name is Matt Bill. Um, I'm a strategy and marketing consultant. My business is called Message Up, and our focus is on coaching and educating people um, to design and deploy effective content marketing strategies. What is content marketing in your view? Content marketing is, uh, is a subset of digital marketing. Um, primarily at least digital marketing. It's about getting information about your company, information that is helpful to your prospects and customers out there into the ether, onto the internet, where people can find it, can evaluate what you have to offer, and can then engage with you and purchase your products and solutions. What are the biggest mistakes that new coaches or consultants make that you might have made when you were first starting out? Biggest mistake, I think, is always trying to go too fast, trying to do everything at once. Um, I've made that mistake more than once. I'm a slow learner, apparently. Um, it's very important to get the uh, the horse in front of the cart and not the other way around. So taking the time to to make building blocks and build upon them rather than trying to do everything at once, which means you, you half-ass everything, 80% solutions, you, you finish actually more slowly and at a lower level of quality. So I would say slowing down, thinking things through, working through it in a systematic manner. Who do you think makes the best coaches or consultants? I think coaches and consultants have to have a very interesting blend of they have to have empathy for the person that they're coaching, but they have to have confidence that what they're imparting to that individual makes sense and is right for them and the confidence to kind of stick with it and push it through. So I think you end up with some, some kind of balanced people. They're not too egotistical, but they're not too empathetic. They're not too extroverted, but they're not too introverted. So um, a little bit like athletes, I think you have to be balanced. You have to be symmetrical. Um, and that way you can, you can react to the situation, but you can stick to your guns. What messaging mistakes do you often see coaches or consultants make? And how would you recommend that they try and prove that? I actually don't think coaches and consultants are much different from businesses at large. I think the biggest mistake we make is talking too much about ourselves, what a product person would call features and benefits, and not enough about the value to our client. Um, the client needs to be the hero of the story, not the consultant. And so we need to be messaging much more around, here's how I can help you, my client, achieve your goals and overcome your obstacles and I've got some tools in my toolkit and I've got some experience that I can bring to bear and showing you how to use those tools. But I am your, your mentor, your guru. I am not the hero of the story you are. One of the things that coaches and consultants often complain about is the ability to retain clients. How would you approach making sure that you can retain clients for the longest time possible? Retention is all about adding value. Um, if I'm not adding value, then I don't, don't actually want to be retained any longer because I want to be adding value to my clients. Uh, again, they're, they're the ones that need to be seeing the benefit of this. I think, 
I think we focus sometimes too much on that initial sell, getting our foot in the door. And then we get complacent and lazy and just sort of trundle along and, and don't pay enough attention to helping the client see the value that we're continuing to add. Um, I, all of my clients, I like to have regular review points. Some of my engagements can be you know, 12 months, 18 months long from the get-go. Um, but even then, it's quarterly reviews at least, um, clear metrics and showing that continuing to deliver that value. And, and very often, I will engineer myself out of work. And I will say, hey, I am coming in to help you do this. When we reach that point, you are going to hire a full-time person and I am going to leave. I am going to mentor them into that job and my work here is done. And so actually having a clearly defined endpoint uh, can be part of it. Because what happens then is they'll bring you in for another project later or they'll recommend you to someone else for a project. So consultants get a bad name if they try to hang around too long, if they overstay their welcome. Uh, I think so continuing to show value and not sticking around longer than you should, um, you will be you'll be ably and amply retained by your clients. How do you choose a pricing strategy when you're starting your business? It's a very difficult question to answer. Um, I think you can talk to other consultants who will sometimes tell you what they charge. Um, I have spent quite a lot of time talking to prospective customers and candidly asking them, what would you expect to pay for a service like that? Um, I think that's true of all aspects of consultancy. You need to test it with the client and ask them, does this work for you? Um, one thing I would say is don't give it away for free. Uh, this is, should be value-based pricing. If you understand the value that you can create for your client, then ask for your fair share of that value. And if the client doesn't appreciate the value enough to offer you or to, or to, to, you know, to pay that, that fee for, for your work, then either you're not doing a good enough job of helping them understand the value, or maybe it really isn't as good a fit for them as you think it is. So I would say always, always ask for, for a fair fee and, um, and keep trying to raise it. Inflation affects all of us. So we, it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to go back to the same client or, you know, later on and say, Hey, by the way, my, my fee is a thousand dollars higher now than it was last time. And, uh, you know, they, they need to understand that we all uh, we all pay bills too. With the rise of artificial intelligence, how do you continue to provide more value when a lot of times they can get answers from a computer? I think the generative AI that's out there right now, even ChatGPT4, some of the, the leading edge, it's regurgitating information. It's not thinking for itself. So we have to be a little bit careful about overstretching what commercially available AI can do. I don't know what's going on in the research labs. Maybe I don't want to know what's going on in the research labs, but it's a fantastic tool if you harness it and use it for what it's worth. So you know, I'll use it for, for, for generating brainstorming ideas, for, for creating outlines, even for creating some of the sort of copy and content for things that I'm writing. What it's going to do is it's going to really sort the, 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 you know, the men from the boys. You can publish content that's been written by AI so can everybody else. So that's going to become kind of the baseline, the sort of milling around content that we're all trying to differentiate ourselves from. What will differentiate you from that is original thought, it's authenticity. That's going to give you credibility. So if I write something with my original ideas in it and you can tell they came from me and that I'm being genuine, your antennae are going to pick that up. Humans are really good at telling authentic content from the rest. And, and AI is unfortunately for, for, for those people that lean on it too much going to be the rest. And those of us that use it as a tool, but you know, add our own uh, spin to it, that's going to be the authentic content that stands out. How can consultants utilize a service like MessageUp 
to improve their message and content delivery? Yeah. So again, consultants and coaches know really not really any different than than any other service type of business. You need to position yourself where people can find you, evaluate what you do, compare it to others, and then and then choose your services. So at MessageUp, we're happy to we can work at very different levels from from a very basic consultation all the way through to you know an extended uh, coaching engagement to help you figure that out. Who is your ideal customer? What is it that they need and want from you? How do you convey that in effective content? How do you deliver that to the channels that they're going to find you on? And how do you continuously evolve and improve that so that you stay ahead of your competition? How can somebody that's just starting out as a consultant have a brand that's built and professional that will attract clients? I think you either have a branding brain or you don't. Um, I, I'm I'm fortunate that I feel I can... I can kind of understand a brand and put a brand together, but I know that's not for everybody. So I think your first decision is to say, am I any good at branding or do I need help with this? If you need help with it, go get that help out on, you know, places like Upwork. There's a lot of wonderful freelancing brand professionals who can help you get that right. It's not expensive, but it's worth the investment. So I would say work with someone who, who really understands what a brand means. A brand's a lot more than just colors and fonts and your logo, right? It's about the voice that you use. It's about the style of the content that you produce and how all of that hangs together. I talk about brand umami. It's like cooking. You have to bring all those ingredients together in a way that like tastes good to the, to the person that encounters it. And, and that's a professional skill. So work with, work with a professional to get the basics right and then grow your brand from there. Right on time. That was all the time that we have for this one. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much. This was such a blast. I really appreciate your time today. Pleasure, Anthony. Great speaking with you.